1: and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
1: Welcome to the My Old Set Podcast. It's something for the weekend time. Joining me to discuss the upcoming clash with the Mad Hatters, Mr
0: Chris Bird. Welcome. Hello, mate. Hello. Fresh off a, a, a convincing European night in Holland. European domination is back on the menu. Hopefully.
1: Just look what we've done this week in the context of the Europa Conference League. First of all, we beat the winners of last season, 4-1. And then we've just beaten the semi-finalists of last season, 4-1 as well. What are you saying, David? The basic equation, Chris, it's on. We're going to win S- this. S- it's simple maths, isn't it? I can see it lined up. Mount Valentina won last night convincingly. I think it's their first win. So yeah. if they're if they're lining up also for a 4-1 beating, then uh, welcome to the queue. Yeah. But yeah, a resounding night in the Netherlands uh, last night and a few players finding their feet. Longley, Carlos, Bailey, Tillemans all stepping up. But this is what we want. We don't want these players to go missing when they finally get their chance. And that's that's been something that's 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 kind of hindered Villa recently. When especially in domestic cups, where you're putting out a lineup where on paper it's strong enough to to win convincingly. And yeah. There's something wrong with their attitudes, and they're not really buying into it. And we get well, dumped a bit out.
0: Dis- yeah, we're a bit disjointed, or what? I don't know. Or well, they, you, you certainly, you've had a drop off in intensity. Whereas in, in the Outmar game, you saw a real continuation. We kind of carried on where we left off against West Ham, which is yeah. great to see. And you know, everybody, fan base, the team, they all gain a lot of confidence from a win like that.
1: No, exactly. And you want to know that you know when you're looking ahead in the league, and you've you've got a big fixed your pile up in December you want to know that the likes of Tillemans, Bailey and Carlos can just slot in and slot out and make sure that everybody's, the intensity or the levels of the team doesn't drop, it's just different personnel because you're hoping for a more fluid match day
0: squad that's mentally also that we're always uh, at it where well, you want as many sort of interchangeable parts as you can, I think going forward we've we've kind of had that not, not reasonably well, I would say in the in the forward areas, but it's it seemed like in certainly in the midfield areas we saw that in Warsaw we saw it in you know, the Everton game was a bit of a disaster. Yeah, and we can't you know there there is that natural drop off, and if we're not at it, we, we are we are susceptible to a you know a crap night at the office.
1: Before we go on for the 23-24 season, my old man said is sponsored by Green King Sport where. Football is more than a game. It's a massive fortnight of sport coming up with the Premier League, Rugby World Cup, Cricket World Cup, all taking centre stage to celebrate. Green King is giving listeners of this podcast 20% off drinks until the 29th of October, an hour before, during, and after the sport that you're watching All you need to do is download the Green King app. If you've not downloaded it before, you'll even get a free welcome pint as well. So head to the app store, download the Green King sports app, just search for Green King sport and get 20% off your round. And don't miss a minute of the action. We've done a Moms Members reaction show to the AZ result just to give you a, a bit more... Meat and potatoes on that game, but something for the weekends. The focus is the weekend match, which is Luton Town, the grand return of Luton Town. When's the last time we played them in the league? I wasn't born. You sure? Played them in the League Cup a couple of times.
0: Yeah, I remember that horrendous loss, wasn't there? The, The one when Tony Shear went peak. Twitter meltdown after we lost three one and there was the uh, Akure one and I, I, I remember seeing us win three nil at Villa Park. In, I think, yeah, October. that was two
1: thousand and two, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is our first Premier League era clash. I mean, the last time I think they got relegated the season before the Premier League started. If I'm not mistaken, right. we beat them four nil. This is in ninety one. And then in the return game at Luton, we actually lost two uh, 0 uh, at Kenilworth Road on
0: the, on the carpet pitch because they had a didn't they have AstroTurf?
1: Yeah, them and QPR. Yeah, they, this is their uh, first Premier
0: League era top tier game at Villa Park. Or well, fair play to them. I mean, what a, what a comeback they've had from you know, National League a few years ago.
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, I always remember one of the best cup finals I've seen was Luton Arsenal in the uh, the League Cup. I think it was the Littlewoods Cup was a the sponsor then, right. and that was a real ding dong affair with old Steen Brian Steen. I think Andy Dibble was in goal.
0: Andy Dibble, there's a blast in the past.
1: But they won. Uh, they won that three two, and uh, they had a good. They had a really good team back then. But yeah, they've been in exile uh, for all intents and purposes uh, in recent yeah. times.
0: Still managed to beat us, though, in the League Cup a few years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, However on. bad they were. That's not
1: uh, not too difficult uh, in these times. No,
0: certainly at that point in time. But
1: there's two options when you're on an 11-game home Premier League consecutive winning run. There's two options to losing this. One option is you lose it against, let's say, the Premier League champions like Manchester City. Or you slip on a banana skin. Now is this game a banana skin? Potentially. Why you say
0: that? It shouldn't be with the way Emery has had us set up and his intensity, you know, the intensity he has, and the general way I think we've approached most games at home. You'd, you'd, you know, you'd be expecting to win this one.
1: I mean, I say banana skin because their last two away games, they've pulled a game from two 0 down to two all against Forest, and then before that, there'd be Everton two one at Goodison as well. So they've got some fire in them they 're very scrappy in terms of they 'll go to the end very much so, so this could be one that villain really need to put away early make it to make it the game it should be rather than giving them hope and making it hard for ourselves. I think
0: you definitely want to score first in a game like this I mean that they actually they obviously got battered, didn't they, in their first two games. I think it was Brighton away, Chelsea at home. And they've tightened up since then, Luton, a lot. And they've only been losing games by an odd, you know, an odd goal. You know, they've obviously lost to Tottenham late. They've really been sort of going toe-to-toe with teams. They've obviously been on the wrong end of the results a lot of the time, but they, they have been certainly staying in games. Yeah, although saying that, if, I mean, I watched the Forest luton game.
1: and Forest to, for to be honest, Forrest should have been 3-4-0 or up before Luton got a sniff. That game should have been done and dusted. Right. Chris Wood should have had a hat trick for sure. Right. You know, you're looking at them going, oh, well, you know, they've, they're good fight back against Forest. But Forest should have won that game before uh, Luton woke up. So you can say they scrapped to the end and fair play for them for clawing that one back. And against Everton, I mean, this Everton team, as we saw at Villa Park and talking about the league encounter, isn't the
0: greatest team, is it? Dreadful. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they were just horrendous when they came to Villa Park in the league. Um, and they, and from, what, from what I saw of that Everton, because I saw a little bit of that Everton-Luton game and from the highlights and stuff, and it, and it just felt like Everton played into their hands completely. Goals from set pieces, it was silly mistakes that got punished and similar to Forest, they wasted their chances and that seems to be the thing. I think Luton are going to have to ride their luck a little bit, bit in games, but they will dig in and they'll, they'll give it a heck of a good go and they they'll, they'll try and be effective I think they i think they top the table for long balls by miles so they're going to be direct they're going to very direct and you know, they're not they're not they're not going to come to villa park and try and play the way out from the back they're not they're not sort of naive i think they learned that in the first two games that if they try and go toe to toe with teams football wise you know, they're going to get torn apart they have morris up front carl morris he's very much the target man I think he's got three this season which doesn't you know count for a huge amount, but he scored twenty last year in the promotion push, so he can clearly score goals. But he's certainly a handful. You know, he's, he's, they bring he's on Adi the,
1: Bayor. You know, he's very much the same thing. Big, you know, big chap up front, and I mean, he came on and got the equaliser against Forest. And I think much maligned, he's one of those players that. I mean the way the Villa kind of treat players where there's something there but because the fans kind of get on his back a bit he's he's fighting his own fans as well as in terms of you know wanting to prove himself uh, yeah but still he's you know he's a threat be- just because the way Luton play and they get the crosses in
0: but it's the thing of you know a striker at a club like that. It's always going to be a difficult gig, isn't it? I think they've only got twenty two shots on target all season. That's bottom of the table for that. But it's kind of as you'd expect. But if you're very direct, yeah, I think you can bully teams playing that way in the championship. I think in the Premier League, teams are a bit wiser and the the centre backs are you know as physical, if not more, yeah. and a little bit more switched on in terms of playing around the you know the second ball.
3: But
2: Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
1: It's interesting, I mean, just going back to Luton's promotion, the way they've built this team, they haven't done what others have done and where they're, you know, they're dropping 30, 40 million overspending on like French league players or trying to get decent players, but having to spend almost like double to convince them to come there. You know, they got Le- Le Congo off Arsenal on a loan. They got Kabore from Manchester City, the right back on a loan, which is sensible, you know, getting in, let's say, top young talents off the top teams to, you know, obviously give them game time. And then they've kind of picked up, I mean, we obviously they got Nikamba off Villa, who Which, was a, he was a big player for them in the
0: promotion season.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that's that's an understandable buy, and you know they wouldn't have spent that much on him. Uh, what would you suggest? Two, th- two to four million, probably.
0: Yeah, four, five maximum, I would yeah. suggest.
1: But then they've. This, it reminded me of Villa a little bit, like going back, uh, especially in the Championship, where they're they're picking up people have got reputations rather than what they've done recently, like Ross Barkley, Andros Townsend. Are these signings more for the fans? Like you get them because you got, you know, so at least you got names there, even though what they're going to actually do for the club is probably uh, negligible in terms of how many goals will Barkley get this season or or Townsend or assists.
0: I mean, it's hard to gauge. I think Andros Townsend can still be an effective player in the Premier League. And I think what you're buying is a bit of Premier League experience, which clearly they don't have a lot of because of the the way their club and where they've come from. What are you buying with Barkley then? probably thinking a bit of Premier League experience perhaps you're hoping on the odd moment here and there a bit like what Villa got from him frankly yeah I mean he's still he's 29 isn't Yeah. He's, it's not as if he's over the hill Barclay had come to Villa but he was playing at that point when he was in the team he was playing in a good side Especially in the first half of the season, whereas he's gone to Luton, and he's, he's kind of he's going to have to shoulder a bit more responsibility if indeed he's he's up to you know, up to the level at the moment. Well, currently,
1: I mean, he's he's very much coming off the bench, which probably suggests what you've just said. He's if he's going to be a starter, he he has to really earn it. Mm-hmm. But at Villa, the the carrot was always well in the media, at least it was like, oh, I want to get back in the England team, and that was like the the kind of faint carrot on the horizon. Here, it's like, what's the motivation? Because you're I think it's just to be relevant and be a, still be a Premier League player is probably the level that he's at now.
0: Yeah, to, to exist,
1: frankly. Because he's not going to get a move to another Premier League. Well, he might if he sets the world on fire, but we're talking about, you know, it's a massive jump from where he is now, where he has where he has to be to get a move to, let's say, a bigger club
0: in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just don't trust him at the moment, I think, and, and probably don't trust him to stay fit, etc. So I'm surprised he didn't get a move abroad. He kind of, he, he has the profile of somebody well, he went who would have ended up in Turkey. He? Yeah, and it didn't work out. I mean, he he sought rehabilitation abroad, a bit of a uh, Joey Barton-type move, wasn't had, it? he? Had a, he had a nice trip to the south of France playing for Nice, but he played 27 games there, so he did manage to stay reasonably fit, or 27 appearances, rather. I don't know how many of those were off the bench, of course.
1: Well, you, know, he scored, I think, you know, the French League, it's interesting because that would have probably suited him in terms of the intensity. So to come to Luton... I mean lifestyle. I'd rather be living in Nice than Luton. But I, I doubt he lives in Luton, to be honest with you. But uh,
0: well, if he would lived in Chelsea when he you know or lived in around London for when he played for Chelsea, I'd imagine he's still got wherever he moved to. There, it's a very convenient move for him in terms of lifestyle.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't think we should dwell too much on Barkley because I don't. No, think it's <laughs> uh, He will be starting against Villa, certainly uh, with Luton, the away team as well. Anybody else impressed you in the Luton team so far this season?
0: I mean, I saw little bits of Nakamba. I, I haven't watched a lot of them, frankly. They're one of those teams that I've just not. You know, I've sort of seen a little bit of Sheffield United, obviously, because we've played Burnley. I've seen a little bit of Burnley, but I, they're one of those sides I've just not paid much attention to. They're very much the unit, aren't they? And that's how they got promoted. They didn't get, you know, pulled pulled over the finish line by one superstar player. I don't think they're very much the sum of the parts as these sort of smaller sides when they get promoted tend to be.
1: At the moment, actually, Nakamba, as well as uh, Thomas Kaminsky, the, the goalkeeper, are the ever present. So you can see how pivotal Nakamba is, which, compare it to the bit part player he was at Villa, is, is mm-hmm. kind of interesting, and no wonder they chased after him. And I think they attribute uh, him playing a massive part, obviously, in their promotion.
0: Yeah. I'm really interested to see how he how his role is, you know, the the role he adopts against the Villa and how he deals with, you know, uh, McGinn, Kamara, and Louise. Who of course, he'll know really well. Yeah, it'll be an interesting little match up that one. Whoever.
1: Well, uh, somebody joked in Match Club. I think was a uh, good bet for the weekend is yellow card, marvelous Nakamba.
0: <laughs> quite
1: possibly I think he'll be chasing shadows uh, hopefully for most of the game
0: or indeed passing two shadows potentially as well that was the, that was always the criticism wasn't it when he was at Villa that he was a, quite a tidy sort of uh, wrecker of teams but he wasn't necessarily the ball playing defensive player that we needed
1: yeah in terms of the threat meeting I mean it is hard to put, beyond Morris would be the obvious one just because he's their top scorer but you know he, he scored 20 last season but it's, it's more like you've got to stop them crossing and, and cut them out and just if you control the game against Luton, take your chances. I, this should be a routine victory.
0: I think we should win the game. I don't necessarily. Th- I, I don't expect like a four-one or a six-one like the Brighton and the West Ham games, or even the Altmar thing. I don't. But what think about it in terms like of
1: that. you know, as you said, they top the table for long balls. I mean, by a mile. Is this going to be an interesting day where we learn a lot about Torres? Because this is where you want Mings, isn't it, against the long ball
0: threat? Yeah, I mean, cons is all right in the air. And it depends how much Luton commit because you can play long balls all you want, but if you're not picking up the second ball, you're not necessarily going to cause too many problems. It'll be interesting if they try and play long and we try and play a high line, that'll be an interesting one. Yeah. But it it could be a really, uh, one of those games where we have to be, I mean, it won't be like the Moss star one, but certainly a game where I'd expect we'll have to be patient unless, you know, the ideal thing is of course you score early, settles you down and you can control the game from that point. In terms of, Mums Pulse panel results, what are you home going win. for? It's got to be a home win, hasn't it, this one? But normally you talk
1: about scratching through. Yeah. What th- kind of home win are you talking about here?
0: I don't necessarily think it's a scratchy one. I think it's just it'll be a, a sort of a hard-fought, patient one where we should be in control of the game, but I just don't expect us to blow them away because I think they've been defending fairly resolutely. That said, if you're going to sort of forest and conceding two, there's no reason why Villa can't get stuck in. You know, I, expe- I expected a very, very tight game in outmar and I
1: was proven you know, very wrong. There's not much of a sample size for this, but I'm just looking at, uh, well, just thinking about how Villa respond after their Thursday evening games. And, uh, you know, against Warsaw, we beat Chelsea 1-0. Uh, after the Zrinski game, we drew one all at Wolves, which I, I, I take that Wolves result as a positive result ultimately just from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, recent seasons uh, where we've been beaten there. Yep. So at the moment, I think we're handling that well. I mean, there's only two games, so it's hard. But there would be a question mark if we didn't beat Luton. And there is a little bit, you know, where you can have a great result and then you struggle to pick yourself up. You go to Alkmar, the hardest game in our group, and you win it convincingly. And then you think, you know, oh, we've got to play Luton next. But the fact that we have Emery, and he's quite systematic and, and very it is intense. Just a process, and it's just the next game is the next game, as opposed to oh, we should win the looting game. I mean, I think he will pull that out of the players' minds straight yeah, away. Yeah, and I, mean, I have a
0: feeling, knowing that you know we've done the the, the the road miles for the next few weeks, really with the with the Outmar trip. You know, you've got a, a few days off, or rather, or rather, I think he'll give them a few days off, get them back in middle of the week to work on the forest game. Because then you go into the you know, the Alkmaar return leg. I think the players will be really glad of having a midweek off. You know, no international yeah. break. It's it's actually one of the few times we've had a midweek break to just work with the players on the training ground, um, or indeed give them you know give them the, the little break and keep them fresh. But the fact that you know Forest isn't a, a long way to go, then you've obviously got Almar and then Fulham means that actually you, you, you can keep the players quite close to home now. For the matches, which which is which all comes into it, I think it you know it's not like a, a massive thing because the you know the, sort of the condition of the players is so high these days. But it, any any little marginal gain you can get, I think you take. Yeah,
1: and that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's, it's just managing everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bet- you know, in between the ninety minutes as well as on the pitch. I mean, considering Luton are one of any four teams at the moment in in the league without a clean sheet, they've they've shipped seventeen goals. I think for my panel result I think Villa win this it will be a routine win is what I'm going for it may be Perhaps a little so. frustrating at the start if but there is an air of inevitability about this and uh, you know I'm looking in the two or, by two or three goals here
0: hopefully hopefully no hopefully about it <laughs> <laughs> we well, don't want to make hard work of it. You want to get it done, don't you, as soon as you as, you know, as quickly as possible because it would be a good game to better do that and if you want to sort of not necessarily rotate but if you can get the game won then you can give a few people a little bit of premier league minutes that they do need. Yeah, it's it's more
1: that than resting because obviously you, you haven't got a midweek uh, exertion no. coming up.
0: But it was good obviously in outmar that we managed to, you know, keep Torres and Conza, they didn't feature at all in the game. Diaby kind of played five, ten minutes. So you can actually bring three big players straight back in very fresh. That's a you know a plus.
1: I can't see them keeping a clean sheet, Luton. The bottom of the table, as we've already said, in terms of shots on target, while you respect Luton and they will scrap, but uh, and you know, they're in that, as they always say about the relegation spots, it's like a mini league, isn't it? Them It is. Burnley, Sheffield Sheffield United, you have to put Forrest in there. Everton,
0: obviously. Yeah, the, I think the Everton away win for them was huge. The fact it, that probably gave them confidence, and maybe going away from homes slightly easier for them, where they don't feel like they need to get on the front foot. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sheffield but United, should, Bournemouth, Burnley, see. Luton, Everton, Forest. I, I would include Brentford and Fulham in there, even though they uh, had decent seasons last seasons as, as as middle middle table teams and were there. at with us actually, and until uh, pretty pretty close to the end of the season.
0: Yeah, remember that, yeah, that Fulham game, remember we played them quite late in the season, didn't we, to go fifth for like 24 hours and, and Fulham offered absolutely nothing, even though they'd actually yeah. been quite close to us in the table.
1: I don't know how Wolves are doing it, but I think they, I think Gary O'Neill's okay, I think they'll be fine. Uh, I still- think you're
0: going to see the, the bottom really develop over the next sort of month. You know, I, I, I look at that bottom four and maybe with Everton, and there's already little gaps developing. And I think, you know, sort of Sheffield United, Bournemouth, Burnley, Luton are probably going to get cut adrift. Everton, I think, will probably ultimately be okay, but I don't see them pulling away. Admittedly, of course, they've got the spectre of a 12-point deduction hanging over them. Yeah, and Forrest, I mean, them. Forrest
1: have drawn four of the last five games. And, and you can see why. I mean, the way they didn't put their chances away against Luton, uh, and, you know, is Chris Wood really... Uh, I think he's alright as like a secondary uh, striker but if you know he's I don't think he's your main man is he.
0: Well, you certainly don't want to be relying on him as your out and out you know, yeah. sort of main man to um you know to fire you to safety.
1: But anyway, enough for them. In terms of Villa, we have a real opportunity now. Luton, Forest, Fulham by the next international break. Can we promise listeners that we will be in the top 4? No. <laughs> Traditionally
0: I'm, no. I'm going to say we can. Oh wow, okay. You meant to say yes. Yes. Yes, we can. Sorry.
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at Participating Restaurants 18 Plus Serving Times, Delivery Fee and Terms Apply. See McDonald's.com. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network.
2: Talk Sport powered by fans.